If green is your favorite color or your way of living, then Grounded is the place for you. From big environmental solutions to your own backyard, wherever in the universe you may be, join me, Melanie Walker, on a journey to a cleaner, greener life. Grounded, your window on the environment. And a very warm welcome to, yes, another edition of Grounded. And today we're talking about all things green and beautiful plants, of course, and with uh, Garden Day in the offing, which is happening on Sunday, the 11th of October this year, we're going to be talking about how you can get involved, how you can make a flower crown, why gardening is good for your soul, and what it did for people during lockdown. Now, to come and talk to us about how to do all of this from a very windy Western Cape. I mean, the miracles of modern technology. Isn't it fantastic? We can talk to people wherever we want to these days. We have Gundula Deutschlander from Babylon's Turin. Now, what is it like down in the Cape at the moment? We, we always sit here in Joburg and think, oh, Cape Town's so lucky and they've had some rain, but now they're going into their lovely, warm, sunny season. But you've got the Cape doctor blowing through at the moment, don't you, Gundula? <laughs> yeah. And today we're calling it the Manikis wind because it picks up your skirts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking on the foreshore out of a, a behind a block of offices and literally being blown off my feet. So we knew if the wind was around, do not wear a skirt. Which is not a problem for gardeners because I think we spend most of our lives either in kind of cut-off longs or in, in jeans. <laughs> okay, so now down Babylon's Turin. I mean, that is just one of the most beautiful places, I reckon, on earth, okay? I'd like to speak about Babylon's Turin before we actually get into the whole Garden Day thing. When was the garden actually planted and why? I arrived here about 13 years ago. I worked with the owner who has this incredible vision really capturing our amazing environment as well as the history. So originally, Babylon's Twitter is one of the first farms in the valley, and it mm -hmm. was created to feed the passing ships. And we're doing a similar thing now that we invite all travelers passing by to come and enjoy and be refreshed again to carry on with their journey. I came with my children and I think they tried to pick every single thing that was actually fruiting at the time to eat it. <laughs> it's such a lovely place to go. Yes, so that's what's so wonderful. We actually leave fruit hanging from the trees that they can pick. There are carrots you can pull, you can feed it to the donkey, you can eat it while you walk. It's that incredible engagement that people have the opportunity to have here that really awakens their senses. It's very inspiring. So how have you gotten involved with Garden Day? Well, I'm a passionate grower at work as well as at home. And Garden Day was an initiative to really see how do people engage with their environment, whether it's as small as a pot plant or a, their own private gardens or actually going to parks. But it's really about your personal involvement with your surroundings. So the Garden Day team had noticed that some people just do fantastic things and we've become Garden Day ambassadors and we're just really broadcasting the joy and ability to celebrate Garden Day itself. When did Garden Day start? I'm trying to remember. I mean, my memory is a little bit foggy. And why did it start? So, I know we've got this range of posters up in the office. I think there are five of them now. But I don't know. We get so deeply involved. So I can't exactly remember how long ago. But it's about five years ago. It's really a way to contact everybody in South Africa. It's something that Everybody really has ability to take part in, and I think it's gardening is really the kind of equalizer. So I don't want to compare it to any other amazing days, but it's like Bride Day in a way. Yeah. But it just is with us having to deal with so many challenges in Africa, with us having the droughts or the storms, whatever, 
we're more aware of our environment. Lockdown obviously has also taught us quite a lot of lessons. And so mm. Garden Day is the way that we can celebrate. It's not about gardening on the day at all. It's really about you've done so much all year long to make this fantastic, playful, safe space. Let's enjoy it and invite your friends and family to come enjoy it. That's a simple message about really being out there and taking pleasure in whatever you've been doing. Okay, so, I mean, obviously with social distancing and a lot of people, even if we're at level one, a lot of people are still not going out for fear of actually being struck down by the dreaded lurgy. You're doing, there's also a whole virtual thing which is happening for Garden Day. That's true. So we know some people have different experience and what they feel safe with. And so it's the first time that we're actually going and reaching out and people can engage virtually with amazing gardeners and people who really inspire and who's on the menu, shall we say? Hmm. Now, I don't watch much media, so I don't know these famous names. But Tanya Visser is one. Yes, from The Gardener, yeah. Yes. Constance, my colleague and I, we're a team also performing. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually don't know the whole list. I think Lisa has given you maybe some ideas. Yes, and um, um, Corin Dudley, uh, who's oh, yes. a garden-inspired gourmet. Yeah. Then also Skulk Bezadenhut, the comedian. What he's got to do with gardening, I don't know. He's um, got a new <laughs> garden. He's got a brand new garden. Oh, has he? Exactly. He arrived there during lockdown, so he's got plans. Do you think that lockdown actually changed people's way of interacting, I mean, with their surroundings? Whereas before you'd have people over, you'd have a braai, maybe have a swimming pool, but people weren't really focused on kind of growing specifically for maybe the table or to use that as a staycation place instead of going away, which none of us could do anyway. Do you think that it changed a lot? Definitely. I think we all were looking for safe spaces and we all needed to get out, but we weren't allowed to go in the streets. So mm. our gardens have become an extension of our homes. It's another space that we actually really live in and engage in. And the interest has really spiked. I mean, when the first little bit of lockdown was diminished, people couldn't even get to the nurseries because there were so many queues standing there, people so eager to get their hands into the dirt and just bring this reward that we can do in our own safe space. I think it's that incredible feeling of being self-empowered that you don't find in many other places. And particularly when we're now in such a state of confusion and no one knows where they're standing, this instability, our gardens mm -hmm. give us this wonderful ability to help some control over our own environment. Well, I've always said that gardening is one of the best things that you can do for not just for your, your mind, but your body and your soul as well. And I think that's one of the things that Garden Day is really pushing is the fact how good gardening is for you. What are some of the other health benefits that you've found over the years? Well, as a gardener, I think we are often fueled by the seasons. So we're always panting to be one step ahead because we should have already sown <laughs> a few weeks ago. And I think that's it. What Garden Day allows me is to just breathe and pause and appreciate. So that taking time to really admire and engage and observe your environment is so important. We don't learn mm. anything if we don't sit still and actually engage and take pleasure from it. I think also this lesson of humility is really important that we are working with these incredible energies of nature. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and so I think it's also about 
losing yourself within the practice of gardening and discovering so much more about yourself but also your environment the amount of birds that have been attracted to my garden the way that they've taken care of so many of my pests it's just so encouraging mm. so i think this ability to lose yourself in this space and in this practice to become a better me because i'm not egocentric anymore is yes. wonderful yeah and it calms the mind which allows you to think so much more clearer and apart from the fact that, of course, you, you're getting good sunshine and fresh air, getting your hands dirty, which I think is always a good, especially for kids. I mean, everybody's like so, we've all now obviously become so obsessed with washing our hands. But I think if you're going to wash your hands, they should be really dirty to begin with, which means that if you get into the garden and, and play with the microbes, I mean, I think there's something, even just walking around barefoot, which people kind of stop doing, is it just helps you ground yourself so much more as well. Definitely. I think with us having to use the sanitizers, I know many people don't feel like wanting to have alcohol in their hands so much, but the minute you dig your hands back in the soil again, you get those microbes under your fingernails, they're essential. I mean, that's where your health lies. I look at my son mm. who's now eight. I mean, he never gets any illness because he's outside all the time, really with mucky fingers. Yes. And I think more people should be making their children do that and go and play in mud. I don't know why we decided it was like cleanliness is next to godliness is not actually necessary. I think being in the garden is next to godliness, right? Okay, so now the one thing that I've, I remember from a couple of years is wherever I went, um, I'd go and do on garden day, go to various places, and I had to wear a flower crown. What is the whole flower crown thing about? And I know there's even tutorials on how to make a flower crown. Who came up with this idea? Um. The Garden Day team loves celebration. We wanted to have a symbol that really can carry it through no matter where you are and, and when you're celebrating. But it's almost this idea of those Greek Olympia champions wearing their floral leaves. We want to carry it through because the minute you put this crown on your head, you know you're busy celebrating. And it's so, so simple, but it is so mm. effective. And anybody can do it. I mean, children as well as grandparents we get people here wielding with and wheelchairs and the minute you put that crown on you just get the smile on your face is there going to be a, a competition for people with the best flower crowns taking photographs of themselves and posting them on the garden day website <laughs> oh yeah and we've even had pets wearing flower crowns little dogs with flower crowns it's adorable <laughs> you're getting flower power going here i think that's the absolutely best way to put it away now of course um there's something that's been created by the gardening app candide now i don't know much about candide it's a, a South African app. I mean, this Garden Day is a South African happening. Does it happen anywhere else in the world, by the way? Yes. Um, in Britain, in Somerset, they started with the county of Somerset, and then they will, mm -hmm. in time, expand to the whole of Britain. Um, and it's been mm -hmm. very, very successful because British people just are, by nature, great gardeners. But it started with, with us here in South Africa, and it's, it's just grown phenomenally. Okay, and Candide, the app, what is that all about? Do you use it? Are you, do you contribute to it? Yeah, I'm on it every day. <laughs> it's marvelous because it really gives all gardeners opportunity to ask questions and for plant identification. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really easy to use. It's a platform everybody can engage in. It, it has also extended abroad, so it, it's gone to Britain and the States and wherever. Well, not the entire world, but some countries. 
so you have this incredible field of knowledge that's just open to explore. And Garden Day is celebrated on Candide because it's just a very nice way where people can share. And particularly when people are doing things virtually, it's a great way just to connect so easily and quickly. Mm. Okay, so now on uh, there's a run-up. There's a whole bunch of virtual events and things in the run-up to Garden Day, which, as we said, is on Sunday, the 11th of October. What, what are some of the things that are happening and where would people find it? On the website, um, Garden Day SA, you'd find a lot of information because, of course, it's generally around large cities. Mm. We are having here at Babylon's Twitter next Tuesday and Thursday, we're having a workshop of how to make flower crowns. But there are various venues where things are happening. Um, nurseries also should be promoted in some way. But the main focus is that people on Sunday itself really spend time in their own gardens. So the run-up and the encouragement is really to give people ideas to maybe mm -hmm. start make, baking cakes or um, gathering food. But we're really trying to people to get out into the garden and be inspired with what they can find there. We don't want to complicate things. It's really about going out there and knowing that you don't have to go buy something at all. Things are mm. in your garden that you can use. And that's about opening people's eyes and, and being creative and inviting children, friends, family who can help with that excitement. Kids always see something that you might miss. Um, but it's really that there is so much out there. And you can just use it and do it and celebrate with it. And of course, it's an ideal time to do things like seed sharing and giving presents to people. Um, I'm actually making a whole bunch of, uh, I've been collecting toilet roll inners because remember, we all went on that thing of buying as much toilet paper as we could when we went into lockdown. So of course, I've got lots of toilet roll inners, which I kept. And I'm filling those up with a good seedling soil. And I've got a whole bunch of seed packets, which have been given to me. See, everybody that I really, really like is getting a collection of eight different herbs and veggies in these little things that I'm growing from seed for them. And I mean, it's, it's that kind of thing. Think what can, how can I share? How can I share the goodness, the growing, the growing your own food even with other people? And I think that does definitely contribute to the feeling of happiness because giving is always such a nice thing to do. And, and that's what one of the thing is, the happiness effect of gardening. Do you find that you've had a lot of people saying, I'm much happier when I'm gardening? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if we've been doing homeschooling during lockdown, I think just having that space outside has been amazing. Mm. But I agree with you. It's all about sharing. And you can share because nature gives back so much more than you put in. And you always end up with some kind of abundance. And, and that's wonderful. Well, I'm sitting here and looking at the list of the other people that are getting involved um, and how they've they've said. Um, Donald Ngomalo, he's like, there's the unhurried creativity that comes with gardening. Now, he's an, an interior designer. And I think it's been a, a kind of a an object lesson in so many ways for so many people, not only just to take time out and take it slowly, but finding how nature and your surroundings can actually be one of the most creative spaces going. And it's one of those overlooked areas. I don't know why gardens became, maybe it was just the whole yuppie thing and um, baby boomers and stuff. They were too busy kind of going to offices and making the inside of their homes look good. That the garden was just a, a more, like, as long as we had a perfect lawn, everything was fine. It's changed a lot. Mm. I think also having had droughts, I mean, there's still so many parts of South Africa that's experiencing drought now. We're expecting summer to come here in the Cape. It makes you kind of feel constricted and 
But I think it has also taught us that the little bit of water we have, our gray water, where are you going to use it? You don't want to waste anything. And so I think mm. these last few years of having experienced drought has given us a different way that we engage with our environment. That if we have any water, we're not just going to throw it down the drain. You're going to give it to a plant that actually needs it. Do you think a lot of Capetonians have forgotten that, though? Because, I mean, now that there's so much rain and the dams are full, do you think people are going back to their old wasteful ways or do you think it's still very firmly entrenched? I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm very nervous. <laughs> I, I think when I listen to the radio, I also hear a scientist speak about it. What we've experienced has been a warning for a long period to come. So we all mm. should be aware of it. I think winter gives us a little bit of a breather. You know, it's okay. Pull up your socks and then you dive in again and you, you deal with the situation we're in. It's not going to change. Mm. No. It's our and attitude. I think it's just going to get worse. Exactly. Our attitude needs to change. Okay. So we know what you're going to be doing down in Babylon's Turin on the day. Okay. What is happening in the rest of the country? Because, I mean, what about us, you know, the Platalanders and what about all the people up on the high felt? I mean, what, what can we be doing? Where can we be seeing people from our area? Because obviously, I mean, what you grow down in the Cape is quite, apart from vegetables, obviously, is very different to what we have in other parts of the country. Yes. So the run-up to Garden Day will be happening in um, the main cities. But that's just to build some excitement. It's really about Sunday, the 11th of October, where everybody can be in their own garden or on their stoop or in the flat with their indoor plants. It's that ability that you can claim Garden Day for yourself and you can make the most of it. Mm -hmm. So we really want people to encourage to really spend the Sunday, the Garden Day itself, with a flower crown on the head and a cup of herbal tea and maybe just even lying under a tree and watching the shadows play with the sun up above. I think we've been doing that the whole way through lockdown, though. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been busy with your vegetables all of lockdown. <laughs> now the time to pull them out and to enjoy them. <laughs> okay, so if people want to get involved, they can go to gardenday.co.za forward slash get involved. That gives you the toolkit you need to plan the perfect virtual celebration. Um, so there's recipe ideas, invitations for your celebration, uh, things to do and make with kids in the garden. Um, and soon, is it out already, the Garden Day events? Is that up on the website already? Yes. I'm sure if we go there, it'll be up there yes, and you can is. see what's happening. Yes. And then, of course, yes. um, there's if you download Candide, then it's at Garden Day SA. It's also on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, geez, it's really taking off over every single um, social media platform there is. And if people want to, they can tag their posts with at Garden Day SA and hashtag Garden Day SA to show off their celebrations. I think that it's become very much a thing now that um, Instagram took over. Um, I think it's the nicest social media platform because it is just look at my whole feed is just bull terriers and plants, essentially. <laughs> and I love the fact that so many younger people are like, showing what they've done in their rooms, in their apartments, and they they are now plant parents, and they just want to know how to grow their own food. And like, it's always amusing to me, like, they come in in, say, June and say, I want to grow tomatoes. And I'm, well, you can't. <laughs> they want to know, why can't I grow tomatoes? Because it's the wrong time of year. So it's, it's also getting that knowledge out to people as well. And especially, I mean, you as a master gardener, I'm sure you must have a lot of knowledge, which you can then pass on to other people. 
Yeah, it's it's wonderful to see young people involved and interested. And Gandhi, there are even school children who've been selling succulents to each other. Um, there's this desire to know so much more and, and be plant parents. I mean, how wonderful. You can be a young person and be a plant parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it because we always think, oh, no, I learned all of this stuff at my grandmother's knee. And it's it's about time for grandmothers to start getting that going, although a lot of the grandmothers have a little bit of information. They, they don't know what older grannies used to know. Okay, so what else is there that's happening that you would like to push, apart from the fact that, you know, get out in your garden, make a flower crown? What is so good for you about gardening? What is the one thing that you would like people to take away from this whole experience? I think about feeling really alive. And, and living your fullest because you're actually connected with life outside and it makes you mm. feel so alive mm. and full of energy. <laughs> Refreshed. <laughs> well, apart from that, it, it burns calories as well. So, you know, if you go out and you're digging in the garden, and well, you can't do that on garden day. Um, that's the day where you put on the calories instead of losing them. Um, I mean, it, it's great for your immune system. It, it gets rid of stress. It's just, there's everything, and especially for those people who have like anger management issues. They mustn't say you must go to a therapist. Put them in the garden with you, Gundula. I think that would be the best thing for them to do. Yeah, I think the garden really, being in a garden heals so much. And it just allows you to have a fresh look again, how you're going to approach the next day. Absolutely. Okay, so if you want to get involved and you want to find out more about it, of course, just get along to Garden Day SA on all of the different social media sites. And check out what you can do for your day, which is on the 11th of October. Gundla, I hope to see you when I come down, if I ever get down to Cape Town again, <laughs> to Babylon's children. And for any of you who haven't been there and you're making a trip down to the Cape, do yourself a favor. This is one thing you do not want to miss out on. Get to Babylon's children. Thank you so very much. And um, I will be looking out with glee to see um, what your flower crown looks like for the day. Any hints on what you're putting into it? I love gathering wild things all around me. So I live in a fainbos area, so I bring in some fainbos as well as some of the cultivated flowers in my garden, and I have the most amazing Feltimia bulbs in flower at the moment. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to seeing what you do with it. Me, it's kind of like I just want to make a grass wreath and put a couple of wildflowers in it. I think that's the way to go. <laughs> Thank you so very much, and uh, we'll catch you on Garden Day. Mm. And for the rest of you, please do get along to those social media pages and above all, stay grounded. Bye-bye. You've been listening to another episode of Grounded from Solid Gold Studios in Johannesburg. For more green ideas and events, pop along to Mel's Treasures on Facebook. Facebook.